Hello and welcome back to this channel. In this video, we talk about why I believe in pre-tribulation rapture, and is it biblical? So, in First Thessalonians four sixteen to seventeen, it says, "For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And then Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord." We can also look at Matthew. Uh, chapter 24, verse 40. Then shall two be in one be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. In Luke 17, verses 34 through 36, it says, I tell you that in, the in that night there shall be two men in one bed, the one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two men shall be in one shall be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Now, these verses are talking about uh, there will be a time when there will be a catching away. Uh, this is often called the rapture, and even though rapture is not mentioned in the Bible, catching away is, and that's what we call it, is the rapture. Now, those who are saved will be caught up, uh, as 1 Thessalonians 4, 16-17 says. And, and well, if we go back and we read it, it says, uh, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. So the only way they're going to be, so shall we ever be with the Lord, is if you are saved. So that exclusively means us are saved. And we can even say, uh, when we look back, it says, and the dead in Christ, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And so that just kind of implies that only the saved are actually going to be raptured. And um, so after the rapture, uh, if you believe in pre-tribulation rapture, uh, after the rapture, the tribulation will start and will last seven years. At the end of the tribulation, Jesus will come again, reign for 1,000 years, uh, and this will be known as the millennial reign. Now, some people believe the rapture will, start, will happen after the tribulation. Uh, this is known as post-tribulation rapture. Some of the verses that they use to support this uh, belief is Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31, and which that says, Immediately after the tribulation in those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. <clears throat> we can also look in Mark uh, 13, 24 through 27, and it says, But in those days after the tribulation, the sun shall be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then shall he send, send his angels, shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from the uttermost parts of the earth to the uttermost parts of heaven. Now, these verses can be confusing, right? It seems like, oh, well, after the tribulation, he's going to collect, he's going to gather together his elect from the four winds of the, from the four winds, from the uttermost part of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven. Now, what are these verses really saying? Well, the Bible says that whosoever uh, will come to Jesus will be saved. John 1, 11 through 12. 
uh, John 1, 20, 29, uh, John 3, 16, 2 Peter 3, 9, Romans um, 10, 9, Romans 10, 13, Revelation 22, verse 17. Um, so if you want to go if you want to go look those verses up, you can. Um, and so now that we've established that anyone that comes to Jesus will be saved, um, then that means that even the people that are in the tribulation can be saved. And so it wouldn't seem fair um, if you give birth to a child, and now this child never gets a chance to be saved because they were born in the tribulation when they had no um, option of being born in the tribulation or outside the tribulation. They had no choice. And so it doesn't seem very fair for uh, salvation to be cut off there, especially whenever it says, whosoever will may come and drink of the water of life freely, uh, which that's Revelation twenty two seventeen. I might have said something a little bit off, but uh, that's basically what it's talking about. And so, whosoever will may come. And so, that doesn't mean that it, whosoever may come if you're not in the tribulation. And so, if you're in the tribulation, you can still be saved. And the Bible obviously teaches that with whosoever will may come. And so, the question is, how do I know? And so, well, I guess what I'm trying to say uh, with that is that anyone can be saved. So, during the tribulation, you can be saved. And then when you hear about, like, in those days after the tribulation or immediately after the tribulation in those days, it's talking, and it talks about how he's going to uh, gather his elect. And obviously it talks about how he's going to collect them from the uttermost parts of the earth. And so these elect are going to be the saved that have been saved in the um, during the tribulation. And you might be like, well, wouldn't it just make sense if it was just one tribulation, right? It was, or not one tribulation, one rapture. It was just all of them after the, after the tribulation just all going to be raptured at once. Wouldn't that make sense? Well, actually, um, whether it makes sense in your mind or not, that's not what God has said. Because um, if we look at Luke uh, 21, verse 36, it says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all, those, all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of God. So worthy to escape all these things that will that shall come to pass. So, again, let's talk about, hey, watch and pray, and that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things. So we're talking about the rapture, or not the rapture, the, the tribulation, and to stand before the Son of Man. And we also look at Romans 5.9. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. The tribulation is when God is pouring out his wrath on the earth. So why is it that the saved would be purposely put through that? Because why are we going to be going through that if he says we're going to be saved from wrath? And so why would God be like, you know what? I know I said that I'm going to save these people from wrath, but I'm still going to just let them just be on the earth while I just pour out my wrath on the earth. It doesn't make much sense, especially whenever we're the bride of Christ. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's just going to send his bride off and be like, hey, you just go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pour my wrath out over there. Uh, so could you just, like, stay there 
Like that doesn't that makes no sense. Because that's not very that's not a loving thing for a husband to do. And so that itself does not make sense, but we can also look at Isaiah twenty six twenty. Come my people, enter thou into thy chambers, and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment, until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth with their for their iniquity. The earth also shall enclose her blood, and shall no more cover her slain. And so, really that just proves that, hey, we're going to be saved from the wrath to come, which is the tribulation, and that's going to be the catching away that we see in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. And so, it to me, at least, it seems to point towards we're going to be taken in the rapture, right? Then the tribulation is going to start. At the end of the tribulation, there's going to be another rapture where we're, he's going to gather all of his people together, all the um, all the people that were saved during the tribulation. He's going to gather them all together, and then he's going to establish his kingdom on earth. He's going to reign for 1,000 years, and again, that's the millennial reign. And so when you believe in a post-tribulation rapture, you have... As soon as the tribulation starts, it's time it takes a it starts a seven year uh, timer, and you know, hey, once the tribulation starts, at that point, we know that Jesus is coming back in seven years, but no man knows the day or the hour that the Son of Man cometh. And so, if he's coming, right, and we'd be like, oh yeah, we got seven years. I know when he's coming. That defeats the entire purpose of Jesus saying, hey, no man knows the day or the hour the Son of Man cometh. And so you cannot know the day or the hour, but if it's, oh, now we start a seven-year timer, now you know when he's coming. Also, if you have seven years to wait, that's seven more years to wait until you have to start telling people about Jesus so that you don't, so Jesus doesn't come back, finding you not doing anything. And so when you... When you live each day, like Jesus can come out, can can come back at any moment. You come, um, you live like that, where Jesus come back at any moment. Then you live in a state of urgency that, hey, today might be the last day before I'm taken out of here. I need to go tell that neighbor down the street. I need to go tell my coworker. I need to go tell my family. I need to go tell this person that I met over here. I need to go tell this person at the grocery store. When we live where we we know that Jesus could come at any moment, and we know that he like if he comes at any moment, why are we not telling more people? Because if he's coming back at any moment, then we should want to go tell others so that they can come with us. Whenever the rapture happens. And yet, we act as if, you know, eh, I got more time. We're acting like the people that believe in post tribulation rapture. We're acting like them because, oh, they've got at least seven more years to wait. And I'm not saying all people that believe in post tribulation rapture do not tell others about Jesus. I'm not saying that. But if you do believe in post tribulation rapture, you have at least seven years to wait. Before 
or around seven years to wait until you start telling people again about Jesus. And so, on top of all the other things that don't make sense with post-tribulation rapture, that itself, the evangelizing aspect of Jesus could come back at any moment, so we need to be doing what we're supposed to be doing, it puts us in a state of urgency where we are concerned about all the people that are around us and their eternal destination. Are they going to be caught up in the rapture with us? Or are they going to be left? So that, that's, that's the question. Um, and so that's why um, I believe that post-tribulation rapture is not viable. And I know there are people that believe um, in mid-tribulation rapture, where it's going to be in the middle of the tribulation. I don't even know where they can even get that from the Bible. Because unlike post-tribulation rapture, they can try and back their stuff up with these verses from Matthew and Mark. But I have no idea where uh, mid-tribulation uh, rapture people get their belief. So if anyone knows, you could leave it in the comment section of the passage that they use. Um, but from the Bible, the Bible teaches that the rapture will be before the tribulation. And I hope I did a good enough job at least explaining it so that you could get a grasp. And if you want to go back, you want to read through some of these passage, passages that I, uh, that I did, that I used, I will put them all in the um, description. So if you want to go back and read some of these passages, you can go do that. And you can go study it out for yourself. Um, so with that, I guess I will see you guys in the next video.